0: Welcome to the Humanizing Work Show podcast, where we dig into topics large and small related to our mission, which is to help make work more fit for humans and all of us humans more capable of doing great work. You can learn more about humanizing work at humanizingwork.com. Welcome to the Humanizing Work Mailbag, where we answer questions from the humanizing work community. If you've got a question you've been noodling on, email us at mailbag at humanizingwork.com and we'll see if we've got a good answer for you. This week's question came from my mom. Thanks, mom, who was an executive admin at Microsoft, and she's worked in several large organizations over a long and illustrious career, and she mentioned how she loathed the frequent birthday celebrations, that feeling that you've got to smile and go along to be a team player, that everyone's got to sign the card or contribute to a gift or bring some treats and then interrupt their day for what often felt like a forced celebration to her. And there was recently a lawsuit related to this kind of practice where a Kentucky man was awarded $450,000 after his company threw him a surprise birthday party, despite his pleas not to do so since it would trigger stress and anxiety for him. And the party ended up leading to a downward spiral where eventually he was fired. So my mom also talked about other team morale events like axe throwing and bowling and ropes courses that she was asked to participate in over the years, and other times that someone decided to do something fun as a team outside of work. And in her experience, most leaders made those experiences mandatory, with one exception, who was her favorite executive that she ever worked for, who made it very clear that if anyone didn't want to attend, they could skip it with no questions asked and no repercussions from anyone. So she asked for our take on this common practice of, as she put it, enforced team
1: fun. (laughs) The the question kind of carries the opinion with it, doesn't it? The desire to build connection, to build a strong culture is well-intentioned, I think. After all, relatedness, that sense of being part of a thing bigger than yourself is one of the big motivation factors. But I believe the best way to build a strong and engaged team culture is in the context of the team's actual purpose. Like coworkers might become friends outside of work, but I think that's less important as far as management is concerned than focusing on building a real team. It's not management's job to get people to build friendships out of the context of the work. Mm.
0: Yeah. So I think while the intention behind those types of events and celebrations is good the implementation often has the opposite of the desired effect as people start getting cynical or frustrated with it. And in my experience, many of us, including Mm. leaders, have a blind spot for how people might feel strong social pressure. They might have anxiety or stress related to those things, like the gentleman in the lawsuit. They might have family or other obligations that might make spending time on anything outside of normal work hours extremely stressful for them.
1: Now that said, I'm also aware that there are people on teams who consider anything other than doing their own tasks solo to be a distraction from the real work. And I know that effective teams need to do a lot of things beyond individual tasks to become a real team, like leadership development, creating team working agreements, improving the team's work system with retrospectives. So it seems to me that the key question isn't, does everyone really want to do such and such an activity? But rather, is this activity actually oriented towards building a real engaged team, or is it trying to do something else, maybe something else that actually isn't management's job to do?
0: Yeah, and so whether it's a leader or anyone else on the team that has a fun idea and wants to plan something that's some extra activity, whether that's during work hours, like celebrating a birthday or even having a team lunch, or some social activity outside of work hours, Do what that executive at Microsoft did, make it abundantly obvious to everybody that it's optional and some people will really enjoy it and participate and that's great. Others won't make it and that doesn't say anything about their level of engagement or willingness to engage with the team at work. So make it really clear to the whole team that a choice not to attend is valued as much as the choice to attend and then be on the lookout for any subtle social pressure from anyone that might conflict with that stance.
1: If you enjoyed this episode and want more content like this, the best thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast and rate it on your favorite podcast platform. We'd also love it if you shared the podcast with friends, family, and coworkers who you think might benefit from learning more about how to make work more fit for humans and humans more capable of doing great work. If you want help humanizing your work, you can find out more about our products and services at humanizingwork.com. We spend so much of our lives working, so let's make that investment meaningful for us and for all the people connected to it.